Hello, everybody. How are you this evening? You're listening to One Crazy Mother Podcast with Boomy Laddyton. That's me. I'm introducing myself in the third person. That's sad. That's a, that's a sad thing I just did. Well, I'm, I'm Boomy Laddyton. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a mother. I'm a, I'm a wife. I'm a writer. I'm a butt wiper. Kitchen counter wiper downer. Chronic complainer. Semi-excessive drinker, uh, prescription medication taker. I mean, I'm not excessive. I think, I actually think I'm average. I think I'm average. But um, yes, yeah, so I just, I sorry, I skipped a week with the podcast. I got really busy, but I'm doing it tonight. It's it's almost 8 p.m. It is Wednesday night. I don't even know. I think it might be Wednesday. It feels like a Wednesday. Well, no, it feels like a, fr- it feels like a Thursday but I believe it's Wednesday. Um, I was inspired to to go into my little office, which is a in Canada they say garage. Some people say garage here. I grew up saying garage. Some people say garage with the hard G. I prefer garage. I don't know if it's right. That's what I say. But I'm in my I'm in my garage. I'm in it's a, it's a fake office. It doesn't even have four walls. It's a mess in here. It's where we store boxes and and the espresso maker that I bought, thinking it would kind of add a, add a little sophistication to my family, make me feel more like a person, but I never used it, so I just put it in here. Spent 300 bucks on that thing. I have a lot of purchases like that. I buy things to feel a certain way. I buy things because I think it's going to change who I am at the core. Um, so the espresso maker was one. I bought a dehydrator because I wanted to be the type of person who used the dehydrator. I bought a food mill. If you don't know, a food mill is something that processes food. You can make your own flours and grains. I wanted to be the type of person who did that on a regular basis. What else? I mean, looking around this room, it's just, it's almost like Ariel from The Little Mermaid, you know, her room full of knickknacks, that little that little hoarder fish that she was. It's kind of like that. It's a very small room. Maybe it's, I don't know, I'd say 10 feet by 10 feet, really teeny tiny. And it's just stacked full of things that we've used once or that I have intentionally hidden from the children. You know, the kind of toys that that either they fight over too much or they make too much noise or they just annoy me in general. I put them in here. Um, it's it's a it's a monument of failures. I think I, when I look around, I don't feel bad. I know who I am. Um, I know that I that I, I buy things for strange purposes. So I'm used to it, you know. Um, but it's weird. It's weird that I do my podcast in this room. Uh, yes. Yeah, so why am I here tonight? Dinner. It was a mess. It was, I mean, it was, it was, it was what it is. I usually don't try to eat with the kids anymore. I've stopped doing that. And I didn't know other people did that. So I started writing about it on Facebook, how I, I put a status up and I said, eating with kids is terrible. And so many people said, oh, you eat with your kids. Cause I don't usually do that. But tonight because I have this fantasy in my mind, you know, when you see those Stouffer lasagna commercials, you see the family sitting down together, eating a meal, everyone's dressed, the mom is wearing a cardigan, everyone looks so grateful and the cheese is melty and bubbly and 
everyone's so engaged, you know, tuned in. None of those kids are ever going to do drugs. Those kids are coming home for Christmas when they're in college. That's like, that's like, that's the family that, that's, that's what I want. I want that, you know? And the mom looks so sober and just, I mean, everyone is just, they just came home from school. They're happy. They get good grades and nobody's fighting over pieces of paper or what are those things called? Um, Shopkins, the Shopkins. And I hate those Shopkins. Oh my gosh. They're like little possessed animated. They're, they're evil. Honestly, I believe Shopkins are evil, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to get distracted. So dinner, um, I want it to be something it's not every night. I, I struggle with this meal. I have three kids. My kids are nine, let's just say nine, six, and two and some change. He hasn't had a third birthday. I don't know, two and six months, seven months. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. He's a third child. And it is difficult. You know, not it's not about having difficult eaters per se, because my oldest, she's not a difficult eater. Um, but she, she's picky in, in her own way, you know, she, she has high standards that I don't know where she got them because my meals are just, I mean, they're average. They're, they're C plus C minus meals. They're good enough. Um, but she, she has this almost Michelin expectation of food that I don't know where she got it from. My six-year-old doesn't like protein. She would just live on a diet of, but she doesn't like bread either. Fruit and vegetables. She'd be a really, I mean, you know who would appreciate her? One of those paleo families. They would just be like, oh, this kid just loves fruit and vegetables. That's all she wants to eat. But I, I believe that you need protein to grow. And then there's the, then there's the baby, the toddler who, I mean, he just, his ideal meal setup would be for him to just run around nude while I chased him around with a fork. That's what he wants a meal to look like. And it can't. And his new thing right now is that I need to sit down in his seat and he needs to sit on my lap for every meal. Every meal he holds me hostage. Every meal he puts me in my place. Every meal he dominates my spirit. And it's I don't I wouldn't say it's it's not, it, it humbles me, but there's a different word. And so I'm not looking for humiliates me. It's more just, it kind of tramples my soul. Is that, is that too dramatic? I don't know. But, um, just every kid wanting something, we ran out of ketchup. My middle kid needs ketchup to eat anything. She needs, she needs to dip it in ketchup. I don't understand. My oldest wanted to know about every single thing. Okay, well, what is this? And, you know, oh, the green beans are overcooked a little bit. Oh, you know, oh, it's just so much. It's it's as if you went to, let's say you went to a restaurant and they brought out the food and you just, every 10 seconds, you call the waitress or waiter to your table to make a comment about the food. That's what it would feel like. You just be, it's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. And I know some people, the, the, the perfect people who have everything together. I know you're out there and I know you're thinking, well, you just have to teach them, blah, blah, blah. Look, I don't have energy. I don't have the energy to make them like the Von Trapp children. I mean, I mean the Von Trapp children after Maria made them um, 
good kids. Not when she first got there and they were little bastards. But so dinner was hard. After dinner, I just feel like I have some kind of post-traumatic stress disorder after every single meal. I feel like I've just been through something difficult and need either medication or a long walk or a talk with a specialist because dinner is I mean it's 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 mad hard it's it's difficult and I don't know how to make it better or easier I think this is just life with small children I think that's just what it's like life with small children is very difficult and it's even difficult for my husband too I see him over there you know he's just like why can't they just eat you know and I think it's because kids in the first world if that's okay to say I don't even know if that's all right to say they're never truly hungry they're just a little bit hungry because if they were in a situation where they hadn't eaten for anything I mean anything at all for six hours seven hours eight hours or even a day, if this was the only meal, they would eat and they wouldn't talk through the entire meal. Is that the solution? Is creating some kind of contrived poverty going to make this better? I don't know. I remember being a kid and I remember me. I remember as a child, I struggled with dinner. I just didn't like what my parents made. I Well, I mean, my parents were first generation Nigerian, so there were two types of meals that we had. We either had traditional Nigerian food or they tried to make (laughs) American food, which was going back to Stouffer's was either a frozen lasagna or my dad convinced himself that he was good at making pizza. So he would try to do that (laughs) or we would have spaghetti with the cheapest sauce on the market. You know, the, the, you know, the, the jarred sauce, which I think I, I didn't like any of them. I, I preferred when they would make Nigerian food because that's what they knew how to do. When they started making, trying to make American food, which wasn't right. And I remember being told I had to sit at the table until I finished and I'm sitting there with a cold thing of food and it was awful. I just remember that it was so terrible. So I don't want to do that. I mean, because I didn't learn anything as a child. I just learned, like, I have to force myself to shovel this disgusting thing in my mouth. I didn't learn anything. It didn't make me respect them more. It didn't make me respect food more or in general. It just made me feel like crap. So I, I don't do that. Um, I do make them, you know, I, I, I do say, okay, you have to have a vegetable every night. But I try not to make dinner this battleground, but I just come out of it feeling like I've been, I don't don't know, like I've been through some kind of suburban war. It's, It's very exhausting, this whole thing, having little kids, you know, they're, they're tiring. Um, and then there's knowing what to make because I, oh God, you already know if you, if you know anything about me at all or my my rants online um when I've been medicated or not medicated you know that I I have a problem with Pinterest I don't have an official account anytime I want to see something I just put in a fake email address where the you know the kind that lets you just browse for a while that's me sticking it to them you know that's me going undercover they don't own me they don't control me and I go on, I go on there and every once in a while I'll take like a few things that I I need. There are some useful things on there, but overall I feel as if 
Pinterest is the cold sore of the internet for parents because of how it creates this these expectations that are 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 too high and just too much um but I know there are a lot of meals on there different ideas but the thing is no matter what I make no matter what my children have if it's not pizza or pizza they're not really interested that's the thing unless I'm giving them tortilla chips just sitting around the living room eating tortilla chips they're not really interested they're just complainers and I don't I don't know what to do with that I really don't um I mean I don't know what much more I can even say about dinners if you're out there struggling at the meal at the meal timetable wondering why your kids aren't like the kids on tv you know, those those wick candle commercials or those air wick commercials and where everyone's just sitting around smelling the good smells and all looking at their mother adoringly. That's I think that's how I thought it was going to be before I had kids. I didn't know that I'd be sitting there making threats and bribes the entire time. Things come out of my mouth. I don't even know where they're from. Just one more bite, please. Come on, just one more. It's just eat to live, eat to grow. Um, you know, that's 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 where I am. It's it's very difficult. The the hardest part, I think the hardest part of raising kids is the 5 p.m. to bedtime period. If I had a double, like a stunt double, or or like a, a sister wife who came in at five o'clock, if I clocked out every single day at five with my kids, I would be the best mom ever. I'd be a very balanced human being because I wouldn't have to do the dinner or the bedtime. And that's the most difficult part for me. For me, the morning isn't that hard. And I'm I'm not a morning person per se. I, I don't in, enjoy getting out of bed, but I'm used to it at this point. And I, can, I make breakfast. I have, I just zoom, 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 zoom. I haven't yet experience the level of fatigue that you get from the workday, from the routine, from the, doing the same thing every day. That would be amazing. Maybe that's how it needs to be. Maybe that's why some cultures have sister wives because maybe they're smarter than us. I don't know. They know that that you have to kind of switch out at the five o'clock time. You can't go the whole day um, because if someone could step in for me and just do the dinner and the bath and the bedtime routine, that would be life changing. So I'm I'm officially taking applications um, for anybody. This is not a paid position. You get paid in okay. This is an internship. This is an internship. So you get we're gonna work out some school credits for you, and you're gonna come in. You're gonna clock in at four forty five. You're gonna clock out at eight p.m. Actually, no. Maybe they should do the night shift as well, just in case anyone ha- gets up. So let's just call it 5 to 5, 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. Let's just do that. That would be incredible. I would love it. What else is going on this week? Um, gosh, it's it's been it's been a really quiet week. I mean, because the thing about parenting, it's not that, well, if you're lucky, dramatic things don't happen. It's just 
the doing the same thing over and over that is somehow so difficult. Someone described it as Groundhog Day, where you just wake up and do the same thing. Wake up, make raisin toast, put the butter on the toast, give them the toast, they eat it, pack all the stuff, go to school, go to work, and you do and you do the same thing every day. The battles change as the children grow up, but it doesn't it doesn't get very different and maybe I don't know maybe that's part of why it's so hard it feels so difficult um I struggle with feeling guilty because I know there are so many people in worse situations I'm like oh why should I feel so bad that dinner's hard for me there's some people who would kill for my life and I know it I do I know it jeez but it doesn't change that it's freaking annoying you know it doesn't change that I have my own battles can can I have battles can I have my own struggles it's not struggle Olympics, you know? It's not like we're fighting to see who has the worst life. Because I know I don't. I'm aware of that. I'm completely aware. Um, Easter's coming up. I celebrate Easter in not not extremely religious way. Well, not at all, really. It's just about plastic eggs. Um, but again, I'm always tempted to go peek at Pinterest. I don't know why. I just have a... I have a complicated relationship with this website. I think it represents more than I than I'm even aware of. It represents who I who I wanted to be. Let's just get real right now, okay? I'm gonna get real and vulnerable with you guys. Pinterest represents the mom that I wanted to be, that I never can be. That's it. I just laid it out. I just put my heart on the table, and I am. You know, I, I want to go there and see. Okay, what are people doing? Or are they making a rabbit tracks? Saying the Easter Bunny came at night. I'm not going to do that. That's that's a little too far. We already have the Tooth Fairy. We have leprechauns. We're supposed to we're supposed to make leprechaun tracks. I see people making leprechaun stamps on the toilet. Like the leprechaun took a piss, a green piss in the middle of the night. If someone's taking a piss that's green in the middle of the night, that person has terminal illness. Okay, that's weird. Don't don't make your kids think that that green piss is ever okay. Even if you are. Um, a woodland creature with magic. Green pee is is indi- it, it it means something's wrong in your body. Something's terribly wrong. Your liver's failing. Your kidneys. You need a, you need a transplant. So I would never the green pee I wouldn't do because that worries me. But um, and I, I don't I, leprechaun traps. They love that. They love that stuff. I know kids want to do it and pretend a leprechaun came in the night, but. And Easter, you're supposed to make it like the bunny, do tracks that the bunny, the big Easter bunny that's six feet tall, broke into your home in the night and, wow, left a basket of of Cadbury eggs and BPA plastic eggs from the dollar store. But how far is, is too far with all of this? I Look, I want my kids to enjoy their childhood. You only have one childhood and then you're an adult and then everything just goes to crap let's just be honest this is a safe space everything just gets really real and kind of bad um but you can buy as much cereal and candy as you want so that's makes up for it but how far is too far with this whole magical stuff you know do you does a nine-year-old really need to believe that a bunny a self-aware bunny. That's frightening. A bunny with self-awareness comes into your house at the night with 
maybe driving a van full of candy for their neighborhood, that there are leprechauns in the woods who give them candy. Maybe it's like Santa and Santa gives them candy. All of these things have in common is that they're, they're giving candy. Maybe they should do something else. Maybe the leprechaun should come in and, I don't know, lay out their homework. Maybe the bunny should come in and... I don't know, sort their, sort their laundry or, or leave them a note. Why does it all have to be candy related? But I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's a lot of pressure to kind of just create this, uh, this magical experience where everything is so big and everything is so amazing. And it's like, you're, you're living in the real world. You're not living in, in Disneyland. I, I do Santa. I do, I'm, I'm not doing, uh, the bunny thing. I'm not doing the leprechaun thing. I do the tooth fairy thing because I had that as a kid. Um, but I have to draw the line somewhere. Now there's even another one. What was the one that I saw the other day? Oh, there's also the the Halloween one, the switch witch, where it's like you leave out your Halloween candy and then the witch takes it in the night and because she's a greedy witch I want to say another word. And then she switches it for a book. It's just like, come on, how many freaking different creatures are living in the woods, you know? Maybe we're making kids kind of stupid. We're not teaching them about real animals like antelopes. We're just teaching them that there's a bunch of mythical beings in the woods. It's a lot. It's just a lot to do. You know, I'm an adult. I'm living a real life. And then I have to have this parallel universe where I create this whole cast of cast of creatures that keep breaking into my home repeatedly to drop off drugstore candy I have to draw the line I do do an easter egg hunt but I mean the kids the kids know I I fill easter eggs and then we go to my mother-in-law's house and we drop off you know we, we do in her backyard or in the basement depending on what the weather's like they go and search for eggs and that's fun that's enough but I'm, I mean I'm not gonna bash anybody if you, if you do it that's great. Whatever. I'm very committed at this point in my life to not, even though I just did, I just totally judged all of you. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to judge people who go above and beyond because it is cute. I can't deny that it's adorable. It's cute. The things that I see, other than the the piss that means you're dying, you'll be dead in a few days, the, the green leprechaun piss, other than that, I think it is kind of adorable. And at the end of the day, if it makes the kids smile, it makes them smile. Because like I said, that long march toward adulthood, do things get easier? Do things get better? Or do things get more complicated? They get more complicated. Um, so, I mean, maybe there is something to letting them just live it up and, and believe all of these things until they until they come of age, start getting hair in places they didn't have it. That was weird. I don't know why I said that, but so I'm just, uh, maybe one of these days I will get a Pinterest account, a real one, not with a fake email address and just start pinning things to different boards. I don't know. I, I can't really see it happening, but maybe I should do that. Maybe that's my way of just saying, Hey, you know what, Boomy, you're not the, the mom that you thought you were going to be with the crafts and the and the making of the the pancakes daily with the apron and everything but you can still 
take what's valuable from this website. It doesn't make have to make you feel like you're not living up to, to something. Maybe one day I'll be mature enough for that. Today is not that day, but maybe that day will come. Um, so it's, it's eight, it's a little bit after eight now and it's, it's the time of day. It's so delicious. This once the kids are in bed, oh my gosh, is there any, is there anything that can, that compares to the moment when the children are all, they're all, they're all bathed. They actually gave them a bath tonight. So they're bathed, they're freshly washed. Everyone peed, everyone, you know, excreted everything they needed to excrete from their bodies. They're in pajamas, they're in their room, and they're just sleeping in dreamland, and I'm just free. I try not to look around the house because that will stress me out, just the crap everywhere, but I'm just free like a bird, and there's at least an hour until I'm going to pass out and just fall asleep because I'm so tired, but it's just that peace in the house. Nobody wants a snack. Nobody's fighting with each other. Nobody needs a Band-Aid for a boo-boo that's not even a real boo-boo. Um, yeah, it's just it's just good right now. I'm just like in my little fake office, just stretching, feeling great. So if you're if you're doing that right now, I just wanna salute you and just say, hey, you did it. You loved your children, took care of them. I don't care if they ate hot dogs for dinner. I don't care if they ate Captain Crunch. The point is, they ate, didn't they? Didn't they eat? That's enough. That is enough. And even if they didn't, even if your child refused the meal, that means they didn't even need those. They didn't need those nutrients. Because I, I heard somewhere, I, and I believe it's true, that a child will always eat when they're hungry. So you did it. You, you, you succeeded. Um, thank you for tuning in. And please subscribe. I know I'm supposed to say that because everybody says that after. And if you would like to join me in convos, we have some good conversations on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Ladyton. I'm almost 100% sure. I'm like 92% sure. So have a good evening. Thank you. Goodbye.